This is the EDMpreneur Podcast, Episode 3. Welcome everyone to the EDMpreneur podcast. Today I have Johnny Yono, and he is a trance music producer, also DJ, and currently residing in LA. He's best known for his hits such as Fairfax, Orion, Exodus, and The Machine. What's up, Johnny? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm, I'm good. Just trying to get my day started here. That's good. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So uh, when, when did you realize that you wanted to pursue music as your career? I guess I, I, I guess it happened around, I think about 2006, seven. Um, I moved out to Los Angeles to, uh, to pursue an acting career in TV and film, you know, having coming from Michigan, it's, it's, this is kind of like the Mecca for, for entertainment, uh, in the, in the world, I believe. And, you know, for music as well. So, uh, well for dance music for, you know, uh, you know, currently, but, um, yeah, I, I, I just, uh, I guess you know um, how I phrased. I got bit by this this you know uh, this EDM bug. I guess you could say, and <laughs> yeah. and I think that's that's really what hooks not only like you know producers but also fans and the music is seeing these these DJs performing live you know right before your eyes, and it's just like that's when you really uh, feel the full impact of of you know uh, of this uh, this this culture. So um, I think you know yeah, watching these guys. Um, you know, working these bar gigs at these massives of thirty to forty thousand people showing up for like a New Year's event, and I was behind the bar. Um, but uh, fortunately, I got to you know see these DJs, and uh, you know, I, I said to myself, "Wow, I really want to do this." You know, so was there anyone in particular that inspired you in that time? Live DJs uh, that inspired me, I think, were like Sasha and Digweed, and and uh, you know, uh, Armin, and you know. Um, I really got into Paul Van Dyke pretty heavily. I started to listen to, you know, all of his his classics from back then. You know, Foreign Angel and, uh, you know, and just um, I guess my he's probably my greatest influence uh, becoming a DJ. Um, like he was the man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've seen his Dance Valley set at two thousand in two thousand and five. You know, more times than I can count. There's actually a. Uh, uh, you know the full live set. Uh, you can you can stream it on YouTube. Oh, nice! And it's it's an all angle uh, you know recording. It's it's behind the decks with him. It's sweeping over the crowd with the crane cams and just everything. And you know, and the parties were so different back then. And and uh, uh, you know, but that was that was probably the set that I think um, truly hooked me into you know to to becoming a DJ. So, so you've been running a a radio show. Uh, podcast for how how long has white light sessions been going on for white light sessions just aired its 50th episode on uh difm and um i had eight eight guest djs along with me and these are these are friends of mine i i personally uh approached some guys are past guests on the show uh a few others are, are brand new um but uh yeah hit the 50 mark uh you know the 50 mi- 50th you know the milestone it just it was huge you know it's been a it's a monthly show so it was four years running and wow. you know 
I can't take on a <laughs> bi-weekly even. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just too busy to do it. I, I really like to, to put 110% into the production of my radio show episodes and, and uh, you know, with, with the voiceovers, with the jingles, with everything. I try to make it as interactive as possible, and uh, I really want to give the show as strong of a heartbeat as it can be, you know, as, right. it, as it can. So um, that was my goal when I set out to do the, to do the show, and uh, it's been great so far. The radio show, of course, is a great outlet to, uh, you know, to promote yourself and, um, uh, you know, and having these great guests come on the show for, for, for the past few years, it's, it's been great because it actually, um, you know, opens the show's exposure up a little to a little wider audience. And so when someone sees you got some, you got one of their favorite DJ producers on, on as a guest doing a a half hour guest mix, it's like, okay, everybody runs and they, you know, mark their calendars and then that's the, that's the day. So it's every second. Yeah, exactly. Every every second Tuesday of uh, of the month, and uh, that's when it happens. So, how do you balance music and business? <laughs> um, God, as carefully as possible, I guess. I I don't know. It's it's. I'm a I'm a one man army. I I've got a couple people working social media for me now that just started a couple months ago, and um, so the, so when I'm too busy, uh, you know, in 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 the production, just kind of swamped in it. I I got guys, you know, promoting the show in in forums or groups or or whatever. Facebook is such a godsend to us, and and I try to utilize it to its full potential, and uh, you know, try to stay with it. I think if I try to balance my day out. Um, you know, with with production, with the promotion, it's it's actually good. And because you know, and a, a little piece of advice to producers: take ear breaks. You know, mm. take take a break for twenty minutes from your track and and do some promotion. Uh, you know, get your latest radio show episode out or get your forthcoming tracks in and uh, you know, drop them on your fan page. Keep the fan page going. And you know, I guess that's uh, you know, kind of kind of the balance I try to um, I try to maintain, you know, day to day throughout the week, and uh, I work on the weekends, you know, with music and stuff. So it's it's nonstop. It's nonstop. Give me like one or two things that you feel has been really important in your journey so far, as 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 far as taking you from where you started from to where you are now. I think making great connections in this business. Um, you know, uh, a lot of fellow producers have become very good friends, and I keep in touch with with uh, some of them on a regular basis. And um, those guys are really good to have as as you know, uh, someone who can give you a, a good piece of advice. If these are guys that have, you know, of course, been in the business longer than myself, it's it's always good to to have sort of a mentor there to to answer questions or to give advice because they were once in your position, you know, and 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 it's always nice to have that. So I think having. Um, yeah, having uh, real genuine, you know, fellow producer DJs that are that are friends of yours is is very important. I think uh, sticking true to your to your own sound is important. Um, I'm one of those guys that uh, I I didn't take this uh, this wave of of this I don't know what you want to call it big room or trouse. I hate that term trouse by the way. Right. But yeah. I I you know I see a lot of these trans guys that that for such a long time were we're making such beautiful music and it had so yeah. much meaning and so much substance and so much musical value. And to see them kind of conform to this other, you know, I don't know, this new wave of, of <laughs> big room. It's, I, I just, I don't know. I've always stuck true to my sound. I'm, I'm a trancer at heart. And, and, uh, that to me is, is my passion. So, uh, I say staying true to your passion as, as not only a DJ, but as a producer as well. Yeah, absolutely. 
What was uh, one of the hardest things for you to master as a producer when you when you're just starting out, or something that you still have a hard time with? Mel- know, right? Melodies. Melodies. Yeah, a lot of people out there, even fellow producers, will say, you know, uh, dude, I love your melodies. They're just uh-huh. incredible. You know, can you do the melody on this collab we're working on? I'm like, uh, you know, it's really not my strong suit <laughs> to do a melody, uh, but I'll take a crack at it. So, um, it, it's it's always it's always a challenge for me. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, you know, and, and God, I'm kicking myself now having, had we known, you know, later in life, if we could flash forward in our lives, that, uh, the things that, you know, uh, if we, if we taken them on at an early age, they'd be such a, uh, you know, a beneficial factor in our lives. But, um, you know, I, I wasn't, um, classically trained on the piano. There's a lot of people in forums with, uh, you know, on the subject of dance music and writing melodies and producing tracks and they say, you know, do you have to be classically trained on the piano? And you say, no, and that's. You know, it's true because there's a lot of producers out there in the business that that are not and they're very far from it. Um, But it's just understanding, you know, uh, just basic chord progressions and knowing to the ear what's pleasing and what's not, you know. And right. But I think, yeah, that's probably one of the biggest challenges in in music production for me. Yeah. uh, One of our past guests has mentioned that, too. It's I think it, it is something that people kind of struggle with if they don't have that that formal training. You definitely pick up on it as you go, but you know you kind of lose time and and it, you get carried away with everything else. So, so yeah, it's so I, easy you know, to just jumping back into it. Right? Yeah. No, it's it's. It, I find with a lot of producers, it's it's either you've got one thing mastered and the other one not, and that's it's the guys that just just absolutely kick ass at at you know uh, doing the kick bass grooves, percussion sequences, things like that, and it just masters of that stuff and. And they got the, you know, uh, they got the challenges of, the, of piecing a melody together and, and a chord progression. And that's when you, you kind of get stumped and it's like, okay, well, you're sitting there dwelling on, uh, you know, the breakdown section of your track for, for three or four days straight, just kicking yourself because you're kind of like, where, where do I take this? And, and I, you know, that was one of the... Uh, a big hindrance in, in production for me for a while. Um, I think it was last year where I really started to kind of um, get a strong grasp on uh, building a, a melodic sequence and, and chord progressions properly. You know. You're now listening to John Iono's track Exodus on the EDMpreneur podcast.
besides wanting to, to uh, have been classically trained, is there anything else that you wish you would have known when you started? If you could go back and tell yourself one thing, what do you think you would say? <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, I, I I don't know. That's a very tough question, actually. I, I, I think... Um, I don't know. One thing I, I, I just picked up on, I can tell you, is is I just learned, starting learned how to master now, uh, master my own stuff. Um, and that's, I think, something that if I could go back in time when I started to seriously produce, if I could find the time to learn how to master at the same time, I, I probably would choose to uh, maybe take a course or two on that. It's It's always a case of sitting around. It's like a hurry up and wait process with your track sometimes. If you if you're not the guy putting the final touches on it and, and boosting everything up properly, making it uh, nice and full and rich in the ears, comfortably, uh, comfortably loud. And I think that if, um, if I could go back in time, yeah, I think around the time I started producing, I'd probably want to try to learn how to master properly. And, and now it's coming to the point where um, I'm tired of just kind of having to send my stuff out and, and waiting back from it. And just um, the beauty about mastering your own stuff is that if you, if you open your track up in a mastering suite and you start to go to work on it, uh, if you find that there are things in the track um, that you could uh, have made, you know, softer in the mix or, or uh, you know, boosted up or, or maybe re-engineered or recompressed something, uh, you know, in a more proper manner, uh, having come to the mastering stage and it's off, you know, having a mastering engineer do your stuff, he's not going to come back and say, oh, your mix was off here, here, and here. I had to do this, this, and that. But, uh, you know, it's still kind of uh, unbalanced in a way. And, and you know, the beauty of mastering your own stuff, you've got that flexibility to go back and actually fix your screw-up. And, and, you know, I think that that's, uh, that's a huge benefit now. So, um, yeah, I think I'd have to say that. For that's me. great. Yeah. So what's been your proudest moment so far? Oh, quite a few, man. Um, well, I think one of my proudest was, uh, as far as a DJ goes, um, last year I got booked as a co-headliner to play in Hawaii mm. uh, with Ali and Fila. Oh, cool. And it was probably the biggest crowd I played in front of. About 2,000 people were there. And, you know, I realized how big of a fan base I actually had in Hawaii, having not been there before. Um, and I say to myself, you know, wow, it's, it really touches your heart when you find that you've got, you know, one or two or three people or more in a, in a community of, of, you know, dance music listeners and lovers. And, and this is an island that's five and a half hours away from L.A. And you go there and you find that you've got so much love and support from these people. And, and I felt that. And it, it, was, it was such a, a rewarding feeling for me, you know. I think another goal uh, and, and a proud moment of mine was was snagging a uh, a rotation and residency at Exchange LA here. It's uh, Los Angeles is uh, is the number one dance club, and you know all of our biggest favorite you know DJs have have run through there, and uh, they continue to do so to this day. And uh, I've gotten to play with quite a few of them, you know. And uh, I think that for me as a DJ is 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 um, probably one of my biggest accomplishments. Uh, as far as a pro for for production goes, um, not only having to work with um, some of my favorite producers, I, I've had the the pleasure of working with the you know Protoculture is one of them, and uh, you know getting to remix uh, Paul Oakenfold twice now, and Paul's team at Perfecto, John Askew, and uh, you know Activa, the guys that are uh, 
you know, sort of running the label, taking the reins on all the all the label decisions. And uh, these guys have approached me and asked me to do remixes, and it's it's um, it's it's incredibly uh, uh, you know a, a gift for me, man. Just to you know, who would have thought? Uh, one of the one of the biggest legends of trance music in the world, and and this guy was number one before before all of our favorites. You know, uh, Tiesto, uh, you know, Armin, Hardwell, all these guys. But o- Oki was Oki was the was the pioneer man and um you know yeah i guess having to uh getting the opportunity to to work with these guys and and you know all the dj support that uh that we get as producers it's i think it's a it's a blessing man this this business is um it's it's overly saturated there's a lot of music that gets out there and some of it's some of it's bad some of it's good some of it's just phenomenal and these are tracks that are going to live on for for a very long time and and you know as life goes on and uh I think yeah, I think um just just uh being recognized in this business as a as a talent, you know, is is a is a blessing overall. So for those producers who are trying to make you know a name for themselves in the saturated market as it is, what would you say to them to to differentiate themselves a little bit so that they can find themselves in the right situations like you've found yourself? I, I'd say run away now in the other direction and don't <laughs> do this. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, um I, I think don't 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 rush to to release something. Uh-huh. Uh, there, there's no sense in, and no point in doing that. I, I think uh, you know when when you're when you're a, an aspiring producer and you're working on your first track and you're you know trying to desperately to finish it in, in any way, shape, or form, and, and just to get it out there. I've had a lot of people that I'm friends with or people that have approached me in the past about, you know, their tunes this is my first track and you give me feedback and, you know, I want to get this out. And, you know, I, I'd say, don't be in a rush to do it. I'd say, uh, do as much research as possible on dance music. There's a lot of guys popping up out of nowhere that have these incredible productions. And th- those are the guys that sat there until they actually had something that was substantial and legitimate and that holds water. And when they release it, it's like, wow, who, who the hell is this guy? Where'd he come from? And, you know, these are those guys that I think patiently waited until they were absolutely ready and 100 percent to 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 release something, and uh, you know um, they they did it properly. So I think yeah, that's one piece of advice for producers is just to learn the craft, learn the art form, uh, you know, learn proper compression and and proper engineering, and and don't be so quick to get a new synth if you haven't mastered your previous one. <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> um, and you you know that as well. I mean, you're yeah. the you're a massive guy, and you're you've got a pretty great handle on that stuff. So, uh, you know, I think that's one thing. I think stick true to your sound, and I know this is so cliche to say, but stay true to your sound. And it's just it's true though. It's it's a running uh, it's a running little piece of advice for people, and it's there for a reason. It's uh, it's it's there to tell people write what you're passionate about because that's where the true you know music will or you know stem from it's it's where it's it all sparks from your your heart your emotions your day-to-day uh activities and and you know i had a conversation with my mother the other day and she's she's a very 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 big supporter of my music and she has been since i started this and and she says you know i got you on pandora right now and your track break these chains came on and i just realized that you you uh your form of expression is through music and i know each track that you write all these emotions and these feelings mm. that you you have and you possess every day and day to day they're all fueled into this into these productions you have and it's 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 very true you know and and we're 
we're uh, expressive individuals without knowing it. You know, we, we it's all channeled through our music, and, and people say, wow, I wonder what that guy was going through when he wrote that, you know? Right, right. So I think uh, stay true to your sound and your passion. Whatever you want to produce, produce it. If it's, if it's trance, you know, stay a trance guy if you're if you're not afraid to experiment and and infuse elements of electro and and uh progressive house and uh you know dubstep even then you know go ahead and do it but stay true to you don't conform to the masses don't don't let this big huge wave of these this new younger generation of edm lovers you know uh who are coming in they want the bangers and they want the you know the you know what i mean Uh, this this new this new genre that uh has sort of taken over sadly it's you know not to talk down on it but just it's it's kind of hurting um you know the 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 trance music uh uh you know genre in a way um i i guess uh i don't know i could be wrong but um well it seems like there's there's a lot of money now in the edm scene suddenly and i think the people who have the money maybe don't even really know what they're looking at you know what i mean it's it's, yeah it's it's very true it's um you know it's it's these people that are jumping on the cdm bandwagon and they're they're coming in and saying who's the biggest hottest dj who puts on the best show and who who can we get and it's it's the guy it's the guy shooting champagne into the crowd while his pre-mixed cd is playing or or throwing you know throwing cakes you know 40 (laughs) feet into the crowd and right and I, i just you know to be honest i have no respect for 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 that kind of stuff this is this is not a this is not a circus this is this is you know this is a community of passionate music lovers and we want to we want to hear beautiful you know music that touches our hearts and brings the world together and that's really what trance i think speaks and and I, and it has for for a very long time and god bless armin van buren for sticking true to that and uh, yeah, yeah. you know and amongst the others you know oakenfold and you know and and john o'callahan and these guys that are pioneers of these genres and they're just you know they're staying true to it and and i think that uh you know this this stuff with this you know zero musical value is going to start to fade and people are going to realize wow there is some great dance music out there that's not getting you know that's getting shunned to the side and you know that was the biggest thing with with having guys like David Guetta um who yes he's he's paved the way for for electronic dance music um you know especially in America it's grown because of because of this man and and you know, but the one one problem I think for me, and not not only for myself, but the but the you know the the trance music community as a whole is that you know he's paving the way for commercial dance music to come through, and not this this beautiful trance music and mm. and the true progressive house stuff, and not the right. big room stuff that right. they're calling progressive house now. Right, right, right. <laughs> but the real progressive house and the real techno music is is still getting overlooked and. And that's why it's just like, oh, I love EDM music. And it's like, oh, who do you like? Oh, I like Avicii. I like Geta. I like LMFAO. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You know, what about what about uh, Cosmic Gate and, and, and John O'Callaghan and Sean Tyus? Have you ever heard of them? Uh, no. Right. You know, and it's it's really sad to hear that stuff. Nobody knows who 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 Armin is, but they know who Deadmau5 is and they know who Geta is and they know who Avicii is. And, and I think that that's really sad in a way, you know. Um, not to take anything away from Dead Mouse, by the way, because oh, I think dude. he's brilliant. Um, it's it's nothing to do with him as an artist. I think Dead Mouse is brilliant. I just think this wave of uh, of uh, you know uh, the young young dance music followers are are you know they're they're overlooking a lot of this stuff that uh, we're very passionate about. So I think there's a big aspect of it that people are just looking for a party, you know, and 
they're looking for a party and yeah and, and eventually uh, eventually it'll wear off and and then then what then they'll be looking for the next thing and i think if they really care enough about about the music at the core they'll really get deeper with it and start to discover artists that they really care about and it's not just about the hype you know absolutely yeah and i i, I agree with you and i i really hope that that's true and i hope that that's uh you know what's it what's in our future and yeah. uh you know wishful thinking and positivity so speaking of the future where do you see yourself in the next five years you know to be perfectly honest i i see myself doing exactly what i'm doing now but the only difference is i'm playing a lot more gigs um mm. That's eventually, you know, what I guess the final destination for an artist can can be is it's all we can ask for is to make a living off this. To, I never want to, you know, get too busy to have somebody else make my stuff for me. Um, right. I, I honestly, and it's it's kind of sickening. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep properly at night knowing that somebody else was making my music for me. I, I just, uh, I never want to get too busy, I tell people, to, to make my own music. I never want to get busy enough where I can't be in the studio writing tracks and, and having to having the, the, uh, the pleasure of going out and sharing them with the world. And, and, you know, that's, I think the trying to find that balance, um, is, is going to be quite a challenge, you know? Um, and hopefully I won't have to turn any gigs down, <laughs> uh, to, to make time for the studio. Um, but you know, sadly, uh, producers don't make money nowadays unless they're ghost producing for people. If they're a full engineer by, by trade, by uh, profession, and every day of the week they've got a new project that they're working on for somebody that's come to them, then you know, power to power to them, and uh, you know. But I I, I never want to get uh, too busy to to have somebody else you know make my stuff for me. So, well, I look forward to seeing your uh, career take off, and. Uh... Thanks for coming on the show. We'll get everything that you've talked about linked up in the show notes, including that Paul Van Dyke set that you mentioned earlier on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can actually find that. I posted it as a uh, throwback Thursday. I think uh, it was either last week or the previous week. Um, and you can actually stream it on YouTube. So if you go to my fan page at uh, facebook.com slash Johnny Ono Music, uh, you can find it somewhere on my wall there. Oh, man. Well, thanks again for coming on and sharing everything that you shared with us. Well, thank you very much for having me, man. It was a pleasure. Don't forget to subscribe to the Idiompreneur podcast on iTunes. And if you like the show, we'd appreciate a five-star review. It really helps us get our artists' messages to people who need to hear them. See you next time.